Hey there, it's Donna, it's Tea with D, and it's blog time! All right, so today, today, I mean, I write about and talk about things I'm passionate about all the time because that's what I do. But today's, oh, today's is a really near and dear to my heart topic. I have long been on a soapbox about this. So today, today we are going to talk about people who say things like, I hate my voice, and then I don't know what to do about it. Okay, so we are going to start off with talking about that whole idea of hating your voice. Okay, so the first thing that we have to talk about is why your voice sounds different in your head. So people will hear themselves in their own heads, and then they'll hear themselves recorded. And it's that recorded version of themselves that makes them say, I hate my voice. Okay. So if you've said or thought that, then you're, you're somewhat normal, because that's pretty common. But like I was mentioning, what you mean actually is that you hate the sound of your voice when you hear it played back on a recording device. So most people don't spend any time thinking about the acoustical differences between the voice in their head and the voice out in the world, right? And we don't really give any thought to how much our identity is attached to our recognition of our voice. So by this, I mean that we use our voices and, and we understand them as us, as me, right? As ourself through no real filter because you're living with your voice inside your head, right? Even when you speak it aloud, you're hearing it on the inside, not on the outside. So the vibrations that your voice produces from phonation, so the creation of sound, and then the building up of that voice in your head, resonance all the way through your, your head and your body, on its way out, okay, that sounds and feels like you, to you. But you are operating in an echo chamber, quite frankly. So you're experiencing your voice in a way that no one else will ever be able to. So the vibrations moving through the various cavities in your throat and your head and the way the sound shapes as it leaves your mouth, that is unique and private to you. There is simply no way that any other human being can experience this just as no one else can feel your feelings, feel your pain, right? So when you hear your voice out loud, meaning after it's left your body, played back on a device, it sounds utterly foreign. It is a different pitch. It has different qualities. You might say, oh, I'm squeaky or mumbly or any of the other highly descriptive adjectives people use to describe voices. But the bottom line is what you're trying to capture is it's not you. And it's that dissonance that sets people off and sends them down the I hate my voice road. So, okay, that's what you hear and why you react. But then what do other people hear? So women in particular, in my experience, are judgmental about their voices like they are about many, many other things. So, and again, no doubt, 
because this is an extension of their identities and it's something that snakes out of you know snakes out of them like tentacles into the world and it's your voice is touching and tasting and manipulating the world but not in a way that many women recognized uh, recognize a skill or valid or most importantly under their control so in deciding that your recorded voice sounds bad which is an arbitrary distinction quite frankly you're likely operating with little to no actual knowledge about how voice works, how people experience your voice, and how your voice can be manipulated to affect your audience the way you desire. I know, I know, you don't desire to affect your audience. You don't want an audience at all. Leaving that aside, so the weird dissonance of hearing your voice recorded can be deeply unsettling because you don't recognize yourself. It's alienating. But remember, this is the only voice that other people have ever heard from you. It's not weird to them. It's you. So <clears throat> perhaps you've heard of exposure therapy. So exposure therapy is a psychological treatment that helps people confront their fears. So things they avoid, they have a reaction to, etc. in a progressive way. So um, there's various exposure techniques, and all of this leads to a desensitization and therefore an ability to better manage the situation or the fear. So your voice and hearing it needs some exposure therapy in order for you to start recognizing and being comfortable with this aspect of your being. So that leads me to my next point, my next question is, why don't we do anything about this, this hate or this situation? So most of us aren't hyper aware of our spoken voices in day-to-day -day transactions, conversations, so forth. But when it comes time to perform or present or otherwise speak in public, or, or even just thinking about our voices more directly, like, oh my God, I have to use this voice in public, our hate of our recorded voice and our discomfort with our speaking voice conflate and you have yourself a nice little perfect storm. So the challenge is that by the time this moment in time arises, okay, it's too late to make any changes or improvements. So we beat ourselves up, we panic, we freak out, we make do and so on to get through the moment in time. By the way, sometimes that means avoiding it and making excuses and getting out of that moment. And then we abandon all of the opportunities that moment may have given us. But we get through it. And do we do anything after this happens to prevent the same thing from happening next time? You know the answer. No. Why? Because the thing that could pay the greatest dividends like really listening to your recorded voice, this, this is the exposure therapy piece, and then working with it, adjusting it, maybe improving it with the help of a coach that knows what's what, and then re-recording it and working the process over and over again, requires two things that people are unlikely to want to do. One, really listen to your voice over and over and not default to the I suck straight out of the gate, listening analytically with a step back to evaluate so that you can make adjustments. 
awareness leading to choice. Most people won't go down that road. And the second thing is, we don't have enough motivation to actually think about what you want to say and how you want it to sound before doomsday, which is the day you actually need to speak. So that's usually the story that I hear. And like I said, you're normal. But as a result of this, okay, you are robbing yourself and the world, frankly, of the possibility that your words should be heard. And don't don't laugh at that idea. Don't laugh. Oh, there is no possibility that my words should be heard. No, you've decided as a fait accompli that you aren't worth listening to, even though you might still have to go through with the speaking event or presentation. You're sabotaging your potential and you're wasting people's time. You've decided you're not worthy, but you still take the time from the audience. Time, incidentally, that none of you can ever get back. Further, in showing others your active sabotaging behavior, you're modeling for all those people who look to you for inspiration, guidance, mentoring, and so on, that it's okay to do that. And it's not. So owning your voice is a choice. It is. So make yourself a promise. Start recording yourself now. Nobody else had to hear it. Listen, be analytical, but not judgmental. And there is a huge difference. If you don't like something about your voice beyond the basic acoustical differences between inside your head and outside your head, which you can do zero about, then do something about it. Take a course, hire a coach, read a book, watch some videos, work on change now before you have to speak or present and you've run out of time and you're stressed anyways. But for now, remember, don't just avoid and complain. Young women are watching you, listening to you. What do you want them to hear? So like I said, very passionate about this, really want you to think about how you show up, how you want to show up and what you can do today, because this is not something you have to wait till tomorrow to do. You can do this. You can start this today. So that is my challenge to you. Go forth. Be amazing. Bye.